hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Healthy Inside podcast. I am Brianna, your host, and today with me I have Sarah Ryan, which was a client I worked with um, just around nutrition, um, kind of like Whole30, but she just did a way more intense version um, of the autoimmune protocol. And so just wanted to, and she lives in Cayman with me, so this is great. So I just wanted to introduce you guys to her. And as we're talking about Whole30 this month, just in cleansing and detoxing, I um, just wanted to give you a real life example of someone who's done that and is doing that in her results. So thank you so much, Sarah, for joining me. I'm glad to be here. Yay. Well, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, you can go as in detail as you would like, but also just your, your personal health journey and kind of what brought you to the point that you wanted to, you know, um, get a health coach, but also do the, something like the autoimmune protocol. Well, um, about two years ago, coming up on two years ago, I went to get just a regular physical, um, which I hadn't had in a long time, but I was post baby. Um, but we were considering expanding the family. Um, and I'd had some complications after during pregnancy and after the birth. So it was like, oh, let's just make sure everything's good to go before proceeding. And, um, in that routine physical they did blood tests that I guess are routine as well and found that I had um, questionable levels in the thyroid test so they did further testing and found that I had Hashimoto's thyroiditis which is um, hypothyroidism um, and an autoimmune disease and I didn't know what that meant but um, when I took home my prescription and was reading it over to see you know how I needed to take it and everything. It said, this is a lifetime medication. Do not stop taking unless you consult with your physician and all of that. And that was an immediate like red flag to me just because I'm, I'm not eager to take medications in general, but to be on something forever, that was pretty intimidating. And so I started like researching and trying to recall who I had talked to um, that might know what I could do about this. And I remember I have a friend on Island who also has Hashimoto's and she, um, she had to go through a longer journey to be diagnosed. Um, so I was as unfortunate as it is to have a disease. It's fortunate to not have to go through the pains of, of trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Um, anyway, so after I talked to her, I, she reminded me of the diet she'd been doing, which was the autoimmune protocol. And she had some cookbooks and stuff. So I really had kind of a, a, a lot of blessings tied into something negative in that I didn't have to go it alone at all. 
and um, I have good doctors and that kind of stuff. So um, I tried the elimination diet, which is similar to Whole30. There's, there are some, some extra things you have to take out like nuts and seeds and nightshades. And um, I, I don't think I'm trying to remember if there's something else, but, but I can have a little bit of maple syrup and honey. So Whole30, you know, you guys, you guys have it harder in some ways, but um, I wanted to try to do the elimination diet before committing to the medication. Um, but I ended up about three weeks into the diet, I think I started taking the medicine because I was going to see my endocrinologist and I was afraid <laughs> of people pleaser. I was afraid to go in and her ask me, you know, how have you been doing on your medication and to tell her, well, I haven't actually taken it. But at this point, like some of the things you wish you could change looking back, um, I wish I could have just stuck it out and had some follow-up blood tests just on the diet, just to see how well that worked, you know, before the medication, because it would have just given me, you know, a concrete, um, indicator of how well that was working, but I didn't, but I did feel changes. I lost some weight, um, certain things that I didn't even think of as symptoms went away. And then, you know, at, at points, if you go off diet, which in the last two years, I've definitely gone off a few times. Um, and then you start to experience symptoms again, they stand out so much more. Um, maybe you didn't even realize that you had stopped feeling a certain way until it came back. And then it's like, well, I'm having joint pain in my hands or I have headaches or gassiness or something. And you're like, where, I, man, I haven't been having this. And um, so I think it's really beneficial doing an elimination diet, even just for, you don't realize how food affects you until you change the way you're eating. But anyway, it's a, it's kind of a long process, but um, in it, I'd, I had a friend who was your friend and was starting to work with you. And she was talking about what you were going to be doing with her. And I was like, Oh my goodness, that sounds so great to have somebody partner with you and kind of coach you through a difficult process because um, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's intimidating for me um, because it felt like this is forever. <laughs> I was, it was kind of depressing, you know? Um, and thankfully, initially I did have support. Like I said, a friend on Island and my sister actually came and helped me for a little while. But um, in, in that process, in the two year process, um, I reintroduced some things, but I didn't do it in the, perfect way. <laughs> I think I moved too quick. I wasn't as familiar with the diet at that point. Cause it was, you know, a month in. Um, and I was just kind of like, let's get through this. And, um, so now I have actually just started reintroductions again after, instead of a 30 day, um, full elimination, I did how long I did 90 days and then another 30 days. <laughs> So, oh no, another 60 days, 90 days and another 60 days. So actually from October until um, the 2nd of March, I was on full elimination. And um, again, I probably, I didn't follow it perfectly because I did eat out a few times and stuff, which you know about. Um, but I was able to have blood tests done in January after having done the, the 90 days. And the results, you know, at that point, I'm, I'm going in, like, really hoping that I see some positive results after that much work and effort and, 
And you know what? It seems silly to say sacrifice over food, but if anybody's done an elimination diet, they realize <laughs> this is actually a much bigger deal than you would think. Um, but the results, as you know, were really um, encouraging. My um, antibodies, which are one of the key things to measure when you have an autoimmune disease, had dropped by almost half. And I mean, they're still too high, but to see that much of a change, I mean, I'm still taking medication, like it's a lifetime medication, stop. So that's doing something, but to know that the diet is also making a huge impact and moving me in the right direction because, um, you know, you get to a point where you wonder if, if what you're doing is making a difference and if what you're doing um, is worthwhile. And how Brianna played into all of this was um, when I was going to take up this elimination again, that, that feeling of being kind of intimidated or overwhelmed was setting in. And I, I was a little discouraged because I, I actually had become more symptomatic after having been on some version of the diet for over a year. So um, when I was like, you know, I need to, I need to give this now, I need to start over, but I really want some support in this. That's when um, I finally <laughs> reached out to Brianna and um, man, you, you were so easy to work with. Um, even just from the beginning, there's no pressure, but always encouragement. And um, you made it, I don't know, you made it feel more like I can do this. You know, this doesn't have to be um, the most intimidating thing <laughs> in your life. And um, you encouraged me to celebrate small victories and, you know, to give myself a break. And it took the pressure off. And even though, like I said, I had um, support from, from a friend, from family and that kind of stuff, it's different when you have someone who's willing to sit there and talk with you and knowing that you have done um, various eliminations and you've really put yourself through a lot for your health is also helpful because it feels like, okay, this is someone who's been there and done that and, um, you know, a real um, example to me as well. Sorry for the long answer. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we covered that's Oh man, so great. And I think you just said so many great points too, just that when you're doing an elimination diet like that, it, it, it takes, it's a huge shift of life. It's a huge change of everything, especially for you in autoimmune and having to be precise because with an autoimmune condition, just in case those listening, it's where your body is attacking itself in some way. Your immune system's not working the way it should. It doesn't recognize things as good as good. And uh, and so you had to be really precise. And to do that for five months is a commitment, <laughs> you know. And and it was hard. And there were many days where maybe some people didn't understand. You didn't understand what you're doing, um, why you're doing it. But it just showed that by shifting that and you committing and willing to sacrifice, you were able to shift your health forever um, in some way. And so props to you. Cause I mean, I think on the journey, I was just there. Yeah. Encouraging you, but you knew quite a bit, you knew what you needed to do, but I think it is sometimes it's not a matter of knowledge. It's sometimes it's just a matter of like, Hey, I need someone who understands how hard it is that I just want to have coffee <laughs> and yeah. I can't have coffee. <laughs> Something we all take for granted. Right. So, yeah. You, that's just amazing. And how have things been since, you know, since, you know, you've been about half, no, half a month or so off of the elimination. Well, you're still on it, but you reintroduce eggs, right? So yeah. 
eggs. Um, so just, <laughs> I think just for your sanity, it's exciting to be at this place because it feels like you, you know, you've made some kind of big accomplishment and you're, you're in the next steps. I do want to be cautious and take things slow because I know I didn't last time and I'd really not prefer to have to go through full elimination to this extent in future if I can help it. You know, I'd rather just do it right this time and know what my um, sensitivities are and that kind of stuff. So, um, so far it seems to be okay with, with um, the egg reintroduction. I actually reintroduced two weeks ago. So um, I'm going slow. Um, there's certain recommendations for how you do reintroductions. And so um, I, I'm trying to keep that in mind. But again, you offered me encouragement in saying that I, I can I can choose what I want to reintroduce. And that just knowing that there's freedom in that, I think makes it feel less intimidating. Even if I decide to follow the plan that I've seen laid out, you know, um, it's the just feeling like it's not at this or you're wrong, you know, makes a big difference. So um, I'm looking forward to even just figuring that out because it, it allows me to feel like I've got a level of control, you know, and I don't have to wait another three months to have a particular thing I really want if I want to see how my body responds to it sooner. I love that. Yeah. And I love what you were saying. It is true. It's like there are recommendations, but you really, especially when the reintroduction and if, even when people do the whole 30, I, I, this is the guideline, but you really need to decide for yourself. Like if you don't want this food, then don't reintroduce it. But one thing I will advise you is don't have everything at once because you don't know what oh, yeah. will yeah. happen. Right. And so, um, so what would you recommend to those considering an elimination diet of some sort? Like what encouragement, what piece of advice would you recommend? Well, um, I think personality plays into it because I, I'm, I, my husband will tell you I'm an all or nothing, which isn't always great, but there's some people who really like the just easing away from, instead of doing a, a cold turkey, I'm cutting out all these things. Um, they'd rather just take away this thing and just take away that thing. And um, for me, I guess I felt like if I can just get in there and, and just try to do this the right way and um, the right way, you know, get rid of everything all at the same time and kind of, I don't know, maybe a shortcut in my mind that I could just get it done. Um, so one of the things that was definitely helpful was having cookbooks. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's Pinterest, so there's, if you have preference for having an iPad or, a, your phone there, I found that, um, constantly having to reopen my phone or whatever to the right screen was kind of frustrating. So having a physical cookbook that I could look at, and, um, these were specific to autoimmune protocol. So the women who wrote those cookbooks had been through the process. And so their notes, even on elimination and reintroduction were very helpful. Um, if you know people in your life who either have got, done that, whether it's Whole30 or if you have autoimmune, if you know someone and you might know them and not realize, because I think when you get diagnosed, all of a sudden you tune into all these people and that you're like, whoa, I had no idea that this thing you have was an autoimmune disease. And, you know, it's, it's interesting how all of a sudden 
in some ways your world expands and in some ways it's like, it's the small world thing happens. And, um, I remember that being a huge thing when I was pregnant, I had gallbladder issues and all of a sudden I'm talking, everybody I'm talking to had gallbladder issues at some point or had their gallbladder removed. And it's something that doesn't necessarily come up in conversation until it happens to you. And then it does. So anyway, those people, when they come up out of the woodwork, then developing that kind of community where you can talk to each other, maybe they haven't done an elimination. Like I found out my, my mother-in-law has Hashimoto's, but she um, has gone about treating it in the way that um, traditional medicine suggests, you know, just you take your medication and you continue living your life um, as per usual. And so now with her experiencing my way to address it, which is a both and, she's actually been like, oh, wow, I'm really seeing changes and, and you know, what can I do? And she's actually um, seemed interested in, in trying to do some form of elimination. And obviously it's different for, for each person and depending on even, um, I don't know, your, your life stage, how, how easy that is. But um, having support, having people you can talk through, having someone like Brianna who's going to encourage you, especially if you don't feel like um, you have someone rooting you on close by, having, having uh, a health coach, it was very helpful especially because I had come to a point, like I'd said, I'd already done some form of the elimination. I'd already done some reintroduction and then I was experiencing more symptoms. And so I was kind of discouraged and feeling like, what am I doing this for? So having someone to kind of remind you that there's a good point to it and, and not, not so, I don't know. I think sometimes when you think a coach, you think somebody who's going to be like pounding it into you, you know, like you got to do this. And <laughs> you gotta do it right and and you you were you were encouraging and and um helped me to keep keep on going on but I never felt like oh gosh if I tell Brianna I ate this or if I you know I haven't been working out or whatever you know I didn't feel like you were gonna come down on me like okay that's it (laughs) we're cutting ties you know um I always just you would show me okay well where where's a win this week what did you what did you do that you can feel proud of and how can we improve and that kind of stuff. So um, having, having someone who you feel like is on your team, who's going to remind you where you need to be. And um, that's invaluable, invaluable, especially with something that feels so overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. Well, props. I mean, you did great. Like ideal elimination person. (laughs) No, I just think you, you know, you were really, you really were disciplined even when it was hard and um, it paid off. And like, now look at this, you're being a testament to someone that you really care about and who wasn't, who didn't fully believe in the natural way of doing it. And you're like, Hey, actually there is a lot to do with this. And so I'm proud of you. So you did it. So exciting. And now you're working on your fitness goals, right? So I think that's even beautiful is that, you know, um, I talk about seven pillars of a healthy body and it's just like, yeah, nutrition is first and exercise, but sometimes it takes a while to get the nutrition down because of existing circumstances, right? And things happening in your body, then you can move on rather than trying to change everything at once. Yeah. Um, can be very overwhelming. So you did it. You're doing great. Thanks. Uh, thanks. thanks for all your help. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, yeah. So Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I'll make sure to get, well, maybe you can tell us before you go the name of those cookbooks that um, just in case people are listening. Okay. Um, so the one that 
was my go-to is called the autoimmune cookbook um, by Mickey Trescott. It's on mm-hmm. Amazon. I don't know if um, books and books has it, but mm-hmm. most of books and books and book nook, every time I talk to them about whether they have a book, they say they'll bring it in and mm-hmm. books are duty free. So they don't upcharge you or anything. So um, that's a great option. And then since then I've gotten the healing mm-hmm. kitchen or the healing cookbook. I, I can, yeah, you can let me know for sure. Healing Kitchen is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And that one's got Sarah Ballantyne and another. There's two authors for that. And I love that one. And recently I added He Won't Know It's Paleo, <laughs> which, which that one's, I think it's like, a, it's, she's not as well known, but there's a lot of really handy recipes in there, really easy things that are, they feel like you're getting something you might have made before, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, those are definitely recommendations. And then um, I really like Danielle Walker, who writes against, wait, against, against all, all grain. Yeah, yeah, against all grain. I have her celebrations book and it's almost like, okay, this is a goal because I was mm-hmm. eating some of it and then had to eliminate certain things. So she does have some stuff that's AIP, um, but she's obviously more um, paleo. But I follow her on social media and she's always got stuff on her blog and stuff. So, um, yeah. Those are, mm-hmm. are good ones. And then I've got a, like a wish list basically <laughs> that I'll yeah. slowly increase my, my library of cookbooks. Yeah. Okay. Those are awesome. I'll make sh- guys, I'll make sure to put those in the link so you can get those. And then, yeah, there's another app that I have. If you guys are more of an online person called real plans and I'll put that link as well. And then of course, if you're listening and during the month of April and you want to do the whole 30 or even just talk about what that would mean from there's six different types of resets at this point, but autoimmune is one of them. And so if that's something anyone listening is interested, please let me know. So thank you again, Sarah, so much for joining us. Glad to be here. Thanks, Brianna. Thanks. Okay, guys. So make sure to check the links out and I'll see you guys on the next one. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast, and I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now but I will see you soon on the next episode. Bye.